Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Startup Daily, Episode 12, Everything You Need to Know to Start a Microbusiness, Part 1, by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com. And I am Dan, I'm your personal narrator and host here at Optimal Startup Daily, welcome. This is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And if you have any topic requests for us or maybe an author you'd like to hear from, please do share those ideas with us. You can visit oldpodcast.com to let us know what you'd like to hear. That's oldpodcast.com. For now, let's get to today's post as we optimize your life. Everything You Need to Know to Start a Microbusiness, Part 1 by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com. When I was 12 years old, my dad quit his corporate job. He quit his job to open his own restaurant. The restaurant opened somewhere near my 13th birthday. I only remember that because the restaurant billboard by the street said, Happy 13th Birthday, Courtney. I was famous. I was famous and employed at a very young age and usually loved working. I thought it was really cool to have a paying job at such an early age. It sparked my entrepreneurial spirit and formed my strong work ethic. I loved being that girl who could bring pizza to events and meet friends for lunch for free. When I was in high school, I still thought it was great to have a job, but being the owner's daughter meant if someone called in sick and a last-minute replacement was needed, I was the easiest to reach, even if it was on the night of a dance or other event that was more appealing than work. That's when I realized that when it's your business, you get the good and the bad. There are pros and cons of growing up in a family business. You spend a lot of time with your family. There's always restaurant food to eat. People think you get special treatment as the boss's daughter. You get special treatment as the boss's daughter. Each of those statements are pros and cons. While I always admired my dad for going out on his own and realizing a dream, I was determined to work for someone else. I didn't want to be so invested. I wanted to pick up a paycheck and go on my way. And that's exactly what I did until last fall when I realized I still cared even when it wasn't my business. I was still invested and I wanted to direct that towards my own business. I didn't do it for more money and I don't think my dad did either. I did it for freedom, for time, for creativity. Yes, I want and need to make money, but it wasn't the driving decision maker for me to make a change. Times have changed. In 1982, when my dad's restaurant opened, being your own boss meant getting a loan, finding a storefront, ordering inventory, hiring staff, and then trying to make a little money. Today being your own boss means having an idea, building a platform, and opening your computer in a coffee shop to check your email, write a blog post, and connect with clients via Skype. I've grossly simplified both scenarios here. I do not believe there are people destined to own their own business any more than I think some people are supposed to work for other people. Circumstances, desires, Openness to change and opportunity all shape the decisions we make for the life we want to live. The following advice can be used for a home-based micro-business or opening a store on Main Street. Everything you need to know to start a micro-business. Pay off your debt. 
Before you leave your day job and declare your independence, be debt-free with a $1,000 emergency fund. That doesn't mean wait until that happens to get started, but I suggest waiting until that happens to quit your job. I chose to save two months of income so I wasn't pressured to make money immediately. I didn't want to start a business with the anxiety of where the next dollar would come from. If I hadn't paid off my debt, I never could have saved the money. Assess your income needs. You may want to make a lot of money, but to get started, think about how much you really need to make. Your money or your life may help you determine what that number is. Dream. Maybe you don't know what you want to do. You might be so overextended and burnt out with your current job and lifestyle that you have no idea what interests you. I just started reading the Firestarter Sessions by Danielle Laporte. If you don't like what you are doing but don't know what's next, this book is next. Brainstorm business ideas. In The $100 Startup, Chris Gillibo says, quote, to start a business, you need three things, a product or service, a group of people willing to pay for it, and a way to get paid. Everything else is completely optional, end quote. I'll add this, it will help if you know and love what you are selling. That makes you much better at what you do and takes the sting out of asking for money. When you know you are offering your very best and that product or service will help someone else, you'll feel good about getting paid for it. Visit an accountant. There are plenty of tools online like outright.com to help you manage your business finances, but I recommend meeting with a local expert too. Understand tax laws, organize your business, and have a friend in your local area that can help if problems arise. Develop a platform. Every client that I've worked with found me as a result of this blog. They may have found the blog from Twitter or another blog, but they didn't find me because my face was on a billboard or a magazine ad. Each person found me because I showed up on this blog and wrote helpful information consistently. Building a blog or another online home will be your number one way of developing new ideas and connecting with clients, business partners, and investors. With my history in the advertising industry, I can tell you with no uncertainty that times have changed. Your business will not grow because you throw thousands of dollars at TV spots and magazine placements. Your business will grow because you will take time to let people get to know you through a platform like a blog. It will grow because you help people and they will tell other people that you help them. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled Everything You Need to Know to Start a Microbusiness by Courtney Carver of bemorewithless.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply.
And a big thank you to Courtney Carver, an author who gave us permission a long time ago to start reading her stuff, starting with our first show, Optimal Living Daily. In 2006, Courtney was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, and while it doesn't define her or her blog, it has had a huge impact on her life and led her to create Be More With Less, as well as author books, create courses, and much more. She also created the popular minimalist fashion challenge Project 333, and her diagnosis has led her to make changes in her life that paved the way for an incredible journey of love, health, and simplicity. It's a story worth hearing from her, so come check out her site and everything she has to offer at bemorewithless.com. That's bemorewithless.com. All right, I think that does it for today. Have a great start to your week. Thanks, as always, for being a subscriber, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.